Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly Podcast. What's up, guys? Hey. 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 <laughs> Chris here with Lalo and Charles. What's going on, guys? Hey, Oh, wait, this is like the one time we weren't in sync. Oh, ready? No, okay, no, one, it's gone. two, the gone. three. Hey, oh, I'm sorry. Nope. It's done. Oh, it's, it's done. done. The magic's done. It's gone. After you've, like you've 40 billion it. times. I know, of like perfect execution. I did it. You're just too stuck on the on the, the your phone, man. That's unfair. I was like trying to get into the... <laughs> yeah. I was like setting unfair. into... I That's did it. Unfair. I did it the first time. I okay. said, ayo, with passion. And you were like, well, yeah, hmm. but no, we gotta wait for the. I'm like, here with Lalo mm. and Chris, or do, do Charles, and then we do the thing. The oh, whole, yeah. the whole like, dynamic got messed there's up. There's a cue. Yeah, the whole dynamic, it did. Guys. There's a cue. All the right, whole well, cue. let's get to it this week. We got lots to talk mm-hmm. about. Uh, season four, episode sixteen, week of April eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. Jack White got married on stage. Oh wow! Yeah, we'll talk about that. That was kind of neat. Precious. Uh, Kurt Cobain's iconic guitar hits the auction block, and it's supposed to get up to eight hundred thousand dollars. For this iconic guitar, they say oh. it's one of the biggest yeah. guitar auctions they've ever had. Okay, we'll talk I about mean, that. It, it well, hopefully, it's not that ugly ass Picasso like monster that he created with Ben. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> it is not. Uh, Deftones have announced their new touring basis uh, for their upcoming 2022 tour. So we'll talk about who that mystery man is. All right. Uh, Ex Nirvana, Soundgarden, and Pearl Jam members form a new supergroup and release their debut album. Plus, this week in music history trivia, weekly WTF, and so much more. And we have a new debut of a commercial for you guys. Yeah. That we're going to be playing for you for Corn Camp. Yeah. yeah. We worked uh, extremely hard on this, stayed up all night, and uh, made an amazing commercial for you guys to enjoy Corn Camp commercial debut tonight. So stick around for that. That's coming up. All right. My chat Uh, is frozen. It's weird. oh, Oh, is it? Yeah, we're frozen. Are we frozen? Are we frozen? I hope not. I hope not. Uh, Three ninety nine a month, guys. You get access to all of our interviews, all of our weird commercials that we do, and it supports us directly. So we do appreciate it. Uh, helps us uh, get some snacks, some drinks for everybody here, uh, and it, and it just uh, you know sends us a message that you guys are uh, hearing us and appreciate it. So we, uh, we we appreciate that. Check it all out. Anchor.fm, Rock News Weekly slash subscribe. More info, rocknewsweekly.com's got everything up there for you. Twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly, you guys are watching already, but tell your friends, uh, spread the word. Let's get some follows. Uh, we appreciate, yeah, Charles Davenport Jr. Corn Camp, one of our favorite chatters. This Corn guy, Camp. This guy's always here. Always. Know. He's, he's a regular. You know, he's always hanging out. He's always calling me a snazzy snaz. I know. He's, he's always, always giving compliments. I love that. Enthusiastic. We enjoy a that. positive guy. What a uh, dick. Instagram. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, all <laughs> at Rock News Weekly. Let's get into it for the week. Oh, uh, new albums uh, out this week uh, on the 15th of April, just this past Friday. Cancer Bats, Evan J. Cartwright, Ooh. James Crivincia. Yeah, I, I don't know, know that guy. Maybe. Uh, Kurt Vile James and Primer. Crivincia. All had new albums. Blood karaoke. That was pretty good. Uh, this coming 22nd of April, we got new albums out from Aww, Baby, Baby Dave. Baby Dave. Aww. 
the debut solo LP He's for like, Slaves nah, Isaac monkey Coleman. Brain. Uh, monkey cute. brain. That's the name of the new <laughs> Bonnie Raitt. Holy shit, she's okay. still doing stuff. That's cool. Uh, Bowling for Soup. They're like a oh, oh yeah yeah they're yep. like a ska group, right? Yeah. Punk, punk band. Pop, Pop drunk. Snot bread. bread. Okay. Snot bread. Nice. Uh, Fontaine's DC. I like those guys. Those cool. guys are a good group too. Uh, Hatchy. Jane Inc., King Gizzard, and the Lizard Wizard. Oh, I yes. forgot that the next yes. have their new album out. And Omnium got the Psychedelic room. Porn Crumpets. I love that. Psych- that is an awesome that band feels name. Why, very Austin they, Powers They felt inspired. the need to make a weirder name than King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. They're like, well, we'll call ourselves the Psychedelic Porn Crumpets mm-hmm. because crumpets have long been associated with pornography and psychedelic Psychedelic, well that's what they eat during the feast at the palace of king gizzard and the lizard wizard they eat psychedelic that's what they're serving and Ah. night and night and night gnomes well now it all makes sense psychedelic porn that's right um chili peppers still for like the i think it's the third or fourth straight week sitting at number one for black summer <laughs> muse falling in reverse uh, all that stuff uh, rounding out the top 10 there okay tour news check it out Ooh. alice cooper announcing a full-on tour you may remember we announced uh canada dates earlier but oh, well dude. now he's announced a full-on uh tour and coming all the way to paso robles at the vena robles amphitheater okay uh and that's going to be happening on april 23rd for us here in the states i love that town yeah and currently he's on tour uh looks like where is he in the middle of april right now better be in milwaukee alberta he's in calgary right oh, now okay you have any west coast he's not milwaukee yeah, coming coming around um portland seattle oh. reno and then paso robles we're gonna get at vena robles on april 23rd Nice. And that's going to be with Ace Freely. Uh, oh, from, okay. From Kiss, so that's pretty awesome. Ace Freely. Nope. I'm nope. glad that we're not getting the Buck Cherry uh, tour, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah. Uh, we get the Ace Freely show, so that's kind of cool. I'd much rather see Alice Cooper and Ace Freely. That seems like a better bill than yeah. Buck Cherry is just a bunch of nonsense. Buck to me. Cherry was know. an aftershock one year. And were they? Yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty I sure totally they forgot. Were. Okay. I know, it. to so, me, it, they the lead singer just looked like a wet cigarette. That's a great description of him, actually. <laughs> the, the, a wet cigarette that you left out to dry out to try and smoke again. Yeah, yeah. And it's just not quite there, and it's all like kind of yeah. mis- miscolored and. Yeah. I have never heard another human being described as a wet cigarette. <laughs> okay, if you saw <laughs> that this is dude, terrible. If you saw this dude, Lalo, I should get listen a, to his music. Get a picture of him on you, your phone. Just uh, uh, oh, type man. in lead singer of Buck Cherry. Or yeah, there you go, Lalo. You'll. you'll yeah, you'll Lead get it. Buck Cherry. I think you'll so, agree. I thought hey, Buck Cherry was just a man. A man Buck, named Buck Cherry in like a well, velvet pink Cherry. Suit. You know what? That's what his parents actually <laughs> named him. Supposedly, the rumor is is that oh, they, you're right. It was I told, oh, right no. wet cigarette. Yeah, I told yeah. you. He is. He is like a wet you. cigarette, isn't he? He looks like someone that would have like. He sounds like neighbor. a wet cigarette too. If you could picture a sound for a wet cigarette, he sounds like that. Yep. Oh, yeah, that is a wet cigarette. Supposedly, it's uh, Chuck <laughs> Berry uh, backwards. Oh, okay. Buck Cherry. That's so Oh, cool. that's so clever. That's yeah, so isn't cool. it? But it's not. I thought, isn't, isn't it? it? Isn't it? <laughs> They're not British, right? But it's not. All right. No. Check okay, it out. Yeah. Big news this week. Look at Here's a picture from the stage. I didn't cue up the video. There's a video out there, but he uh, proposed. Uh, Jack White got oh, engaged cool. and married. There was a the, there was a guy that pronounced him man and wife yes. on the stage. Actually, I, I read so this. It wasn't 
just, oh, hey, do you want to get married? He yeah. actually got married on stage ooh, excuse me, uh, at the Masonic Temple in Detroit. He popped the question after asking his now wife, Olivia Jean, to join him on stage for a duet of the White Stripes song, Hotel Yorba. Oh, that's cool. His parents awesome. and bandmates were in attendance, and uh, uh, his co-founder for the record company, Ben Swank, served as the officiant. So began the ceremony by quoting Prince and saying, Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Love so, it. I love it. This is my first time seeing Jack White in a while, and he looks different. Yeah, he yeah. does look different, huh? I know. He's got kind of a different haircut. Yeah. The lack of hat. He always wears, like, um, like old sailor attire from the 1950s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. It's an old striped shirt from Gilligan's Island, <laughs> and, I think, okay, from the set. So our, our Twitch viewers, um, who might be a small audience tonight because nobody's jumped in on the chat We got seven yet. viewers right now, and oh, we love yeah, each and every one of you. Thank you. Like um, so we're watching this. I mean, when, when the podcast is released, you guys can't see this, but I can see this. Um, where the microphone is sitting uh, behind Jack White's head, it looks like he has a mullet, and it looks like he's saying, telling the ghost of Amy Winehouse a really funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good description of the picture. That's what it looks like. But yeah, Google Jack White getting engaged, and you'll see what we're talking about. Yep. It was a nice moment. It was pretty cool. Yeah. To be able to do something like that on stage is pretty neat. Um, all right, so check it out. This is some of the stuff here that's being auctioned off, guys. Oh, okay. Uh, this is what was on display at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum, right? And all this right. guitar right here is the one that's going to be uh, apparently auctioned off. They they call it a Lake Placid Blue finish on this Fender Mustang from 1969. That is a beautiful guitar. That's oh, yeah. Say. That's an awesome guitar. I mean, that was a, a very avant-garde guitar for Fender at the time in the 60s. Not a lot of bands and artists could pull that off, and it's it's become kind of an iconic guitar ever since Kurt Cobain might made it kind of cool again, yep. right? And it's a lefty. It is a lefty. Yep. And it's a left-handed 1969 Fender Mustang. Co uh, competition Lake Placid Blue finish. It's expected to fetch somewhere between $600,000 and $800,000 for that guitar right there. You know who's going to buy it, right? Uh, Post Malone. <laughs> you know, it's going to be Post Malone. That's a good guess. He's a huge Nirvana fan. He's yep. got money to burn. Yep. He put just, he, just like maybe that six months ago, guess, he put dude. on that whole live performance where it was just all... Um, it was all like the Nirvana Nevermind album that he Honestly, did. Honestly, you know I what, know though? What I hope it goes to like um, somebody that's going to enjoy it and maybe even play it or, uh, you know, preserve it's cool, keep it, whatever. But I hope it goes to a real fan. Yeah. And not just like some snooty business guy that's like, oh, that's Kurt Cobain's guitar. Uh, yeah. It's a good investment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, you don't want it to be some. Oh, but somebody, some kind of wild card guy, even like Nick Cage. You know, Nicholas oh, Cage, Cage. Buy it, dude. It. Yeah. yeah, you know, and some some of those weirdos. And Post Pete, Malone, Pete Davidson, buy it. Yeah, Post Malone, <laughs> Nick Cage, and Pete Davidson, send me a guitar. Or, or getting a, oh, get yeah. in a bidding war. That'd be a great bidding war. All three of those mm. guys. Yes, we're all the. Cool you know, it's, it's gonna. Be, it is. I, I'm. Uh huh. Be cool to see a movie about the bidding war. Oh, actually, oh, yeah. like it's called the bidding war. I bet you anything. There's a documentary that's that gonna be, be actually. And be look at what that. else is up for auction. It's not just that guitar. It's his 1960. What is it? What what year is it? Sorry. Oh. Uh, 1969. <laughs> no. 1969 Blue yeah. Shit Fender. No wait, where is it? Uh, 
Uh, oh, here it is. Here it is. Sorry. I have it here. I have it here. 1965 Dodge Dart. Okay. This is Kurt Cobain's actual Dart. Oh, all uh, right. Dodge Dart that he owned, and it's got Washington plates, and this was uh, apparently Kurt Cobain's. It's like in a powder blue finish. And it's a 1965 Dodge Dart, and that's actually going up for auction. That'd probably okay. be a lot more uh, uh, attainable and cheaper than that guitar. I I would be, be kind of cool. To I have. think it's awesome. I bet you anything though, he never drove this because a it has no power steering, and b for the you know the last five years of his life he was high as shit on heroin <laughs> every single day, and so being high as shit on heroin and driving a car without power steering could have slept in it. Is, yeah, he could have probably slept in it. There could have been a little a little puddle of throw up. On yeah, the, on, uh -huh. the, on the seat. Yeah, there. that's probably his. That, you could that, you could scrape it up and cherish it. Uh, that was probably it. Put that on the auction block. No, all right. He just slept in the back while uh, uh while Glenn Danzig drove him around. <laughs> That sounds more plausible. It does, doesn't it? Uh, all right, check it out. Do you guys recognize anybody from this? Uh, oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, the dude with the big beard. He's from yeah. Soundgarden. You recognize yeah. him, right? Mm -hmm. Kim yeah. Thiel. Yeah, absolutely. What about, oh, look, it's uh, Chris Novick. Chris Novoselic. Or Novoselic. <laughs> uh, bassist from uh, Nirvana. <laughs> Nirvana, there. yep. This is, I think it's Matt Cameron. Okay. from Pearl Jam. Oh, okay. And then some female singers here, so check yep. it out. Here we go. So this is former Nirvana bassist Chris Novoselic, Soundgarden drummer Matt Cameron, mm -hmm. and then Pearl Jam and Soundgarden guitarist Kim Thiel have come together to form a new band called Third Secret. Oh, okay. The band is led by vocalist Jillian Ray of Giants in the Trees and Jennifer Johnson. Guitarist Bubba Dupree of Void is also a member of the band. Bubba Dupree. Gotcha. According to Rolling Stone, the new supergroup released a surprise self-debut album last week. And it's right there, and it's called Third Secret. There's the track listing. Well, you, uh, know who, you know who so formed the band um, First Secret, right? It was Lane Staley and Chester Bennington. And Re uh, Really? They, they collaborated even though the they first, never met. It was the first secret. <laughs> no Chester kidding. Bennington was like 13. At the time. Wow. Lane Staley. Yep. Uh, Kurt yeah. Cobain. Never heard of that one. No? Okay. No, no didn't hear that. He didn't hear of First Secret. Well, then you don't want to know what Second Secret was. <laughs> <laughs> How dart you bring this up? Yes, uh, dumb puns. Hey, what's up? How dart? <laughs> oh, that terrible. was a good joke. That's it's not terrible. a dumb yeah! pun. That's a good joke, I'm man. Sorry. See, you need to be part of the show. You need to hang out no. here more. Yeah! Don't support uh, that. J JC... <laughs> Thank you for stopping by, man. Jake Cabazoo. I think that's Julie. I couldn't read the, the full name on my phone. Yeah, right on. All right, yep. so check it out. Oh, uh, yeah. New albums out. Uh, Third Secret's got members of Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, and uh, Nirvana. That sounds wait, wait. like a pretty solid group. So. Wait, go to the go to the Third Secret what? Uh, album art. Is oh, that, okay. It looks like is, Edward Norton. Yeah, is, is that Cheech Marin? <laughs> <laughs> and in a young Anthony Kiedis? <laughs> Is that what's going on there? I think that's no, that's Edward Norton and Joni Mitchell. Oh, is that what that is? I don't know who that is. I don't know, but he's telling her to be quiet, and it's kind of creepy. <laughs> that is, that it is, is a little creepy. Yeah, that. Yeah. All right, let's move on from that. Oh, Speaking God. of creepy things. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. move on to another creepy not a good photo. Segue. Here he is. He's looking at you, Charles. Oh yeah. Look he's at. He's like. Mr. Crowley, what have you done? That's a piercing done. stare. That is a cre that is a Medusa stare that will 
uh, turn you to stone. Yeah. From Ozzy. I'd be willing to bet that's how he looks at Sharon every single night. I think that's <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon wakes he up in the middle up. of the night yeah. and he's peering over the yeah. bed like that. <laughs> and he's like, where's my um uh, <laughs> where's my um Where's my ham sandwich? <laughs> Alright, so yes, yeah, so this is the photo he released. This was part of his promo because apparently oh, this no. guy who does this Ross Halfin. Apparently, he takes all of Ozzy's photos for a long time. That picture is going to go right in my bathroom, <laughs> directly across from the That's toilet. That's going to go right in my nightmare bank. <laughs> This is where it's gonna go. I'm gonna put that in your bathroom, Lalo. I will. No, he's I, just like looking at you taking a dump. I will dream like of that, that at some time. Right and you don't expect it every time. <laughs> Ozzy. Uh, oh, yeah, I knew it was Julie. Look, it is Julie. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Ozzy, yeah, so he's got his new album coming out, which has a ton of musicians on it. Check out this list. All right. We got Chad Smith, Jeff Beck, Guns N' Roses, Duff McKagan, Zach Wilde, Pearl Jam's Mike McCready, oh. Josh Homey, right. Metallica's Robert Trujillo. Nice. And here's the, the really cool thing. For the first time ever on a uh, an Ozzy solo album, Black Sabbath co-founder Tony Iommi is guesting for the first time on one of his solo albums. Dope. So I think that's really cool. I, uh, I read about this. There's one person who actually refused to be on this album. That's right, Jimmy Page. Yep, Jimmy Page. From Led Zeppelin yep. said, nope, I don't want to do it. Yep. And I was kind of like, that's a dick move, Jimmy. I know, like, it is. What's the deal there? Like, Ozzy, they're both from the UK. They're both rockers. Yeah. It's kind of like he was extending an invitation, and Jimmy Page didn't want anything to do with it. And I kind of thought yeah. that was a dick move. Yeah, yep. on Jimmy Page's part. Absolutely. What do you think? I don't know. I, don't I think it's or... a totally yeah. dick move. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, know. just I mean, honestly, there's why? Why not? Hey, why not? Right? Why not? What What are you doing, Jimmy yeah. Page? Are you so busy? And we'll get to that because we actually have a Led Zeppelin and Jimmy Page update. Yeah. Uh, of what he's doing and and has in store, and he could have very well let a let, you know played a little riff or done something for Ozzy, but oh yeah. It's going to be his last studio album. Ozzy's not going to do any more music after this. I mean, this. Oh. honestly, for the most part, it's not like he has to do anything challenging. 90% of the studio time is just going to be Ozzy staring at the wall like the dude from Blair Witch with a chihuahua. Like this? He's going to be yeah, staring like this? Just like looking. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be it. Like That's actually not a whole how he looks at the wall. That That's how he looks staring at, at a wall right now. He's yeah. like, why? That's that pretty so good. Weird. I was just telling someone about the movie Blair Witch. Really? Yeah. All right, guys, check it out. We have the new Deftones bassist to reveal here, and I want you to guess who it is, okay? Okay. Based on the picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the dude from Flight of the Concords in makeup. He's from... In, in, he, okay, so he looks super scared to be in this picture, and you know why? It's because at one point in time, he was like the sequel to The Crow. And he just now, now he's now he's uh he's back in you human form. He, you know who he reminds me of? Who? Fred Armisen. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, big time. Doesn't it look a like little a, bit, yeah. a gothic Fred Armisen? He yeah, he's Night scared Live. of the sun. All right, maybe we should give this up to our okay our chat audience. Like, who does this look like to you? Yeah, they're not gonna guess it. Look at that. Look at look at his base. 
It's a badass. That's actually a pretty good base. That's a crazy base. I like that. That's it like, looks like the new type. The the uh, the base I actually. Think it's the um the Thunderbird or the Firebird or some kind of bird. Have you seen the new guitars and bass guitars where you can like um take them apart and put them back together, uh in like different styles and forms. Ah. It's totally crazy. You can actually expand it and then lock it back together. Like, that was a always a kind of a pipe dream. Yeah. I remember. Uh, all right, so yeah, check it out. It's Sergio Vega's replacement, and his name is Fred Sablon. Oh, okay. He's reported to have been hired. He's been the live bassist for Chelsea Wolf and Marilyn Manson. I know that dude. So there you go. I know That's that dude. Fred Sablon. Yeah, he used to live in this loft back when I was a kid skating around in New York, like in the in the Bronx, um, in the rain. It was always raining, for, and it was always nighttime. I don't know why. But, like, uh, him and his girlfriend were, they lived in this loft. And then one day, all these drug dealers came in and ended up killing him and his girlfriend and threw him out a window. And the next thing you know, he came back for vengeance. And that, oh, you're just that describing is the movie. That, that, that's that's actually like, the plot of The Crow. That, that Yes, and that is that is him. <laughs> I was like, that is him. Wow. You wouldn't okay. know well, it, it, but he knows all kinds of Almost got me there. Oh, it took me yeah, a second, me there, and I was Charles. like, oh my god, that's really dark. And I was like, okay, that's the crow. <laughs> he knows all kinds of kung fu. Wow. Look at him. No kidding, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got like some feathers on his shoulders there, too, so yep. I think he's ready to fly. All right, well, there you go, uh, Fred Sablon. Fred Sablon. All right, Unlimited uh, is unlimited Love, rather, unlimited is, is love. still at number unlimited one love. this week. And it's their biggest album, I think, in the Chili Peppers' career. They are saying it's uh, pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, they're saying that the units earned album sales compromise eighty-two thousand five hundred. It's the top-selling album of the week this year, and SEA units comprise fourteen hundred, or excuse me, fourteen thousand five hundred, equaling eighteen point nine six million oh. on-demand official streams wow. of the songs. So that's pretty impressive. That is very impressive. Like, I mean, that's that's pretty wild. So good for them. And look at this. To compare, uh, their last number one album was in 2006. Oh, okay. And it was the last album to feature John Frusciante. It's a good album. It is a good album, Stadium Arcadian. So it's kind of funny. Like, some of the ones that you would think would be a number one album, like these two right yeah. here. Oops. Oh. Californication, you think? Um, Blood Sugar Sex Magic for sure. Oh, dude. There we go. That was huge. Like these two, these two were big, big albums. Yeah. Californication and By the Way. And oh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic went up against this the one Black too. Album, uh, Pretty Hate Machine. There was a lot of uh, good was, albums. Yeah, yeah Space No More's Epic came out during that time. Oh, yeah, you read about that. Of... And this album wasn't mm -hmm. well received because Dave Navarro was in the group. And it wasn't the same. Oh, that, that yeah. That was without John Frusciante. Yeah. And then Californication, he came back. And that was cool for a while. Anyway. So, this is their first number one since 2006 for the Chili Peppers. Good good for them, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah, they're they're back sure. on top. They got some good vibes going on. So, hopefully they can keep it up. All right. So, this was posted. Oh, look at that. Slipknot. Um, I, I don't want to post the video. It's just like this 15-second weird video. Yeah. It didn't really have anything to it. Uh, and they put probably nothing as the text. And it was an intro from their debut album. Um, oh, okay. It was their 1999 track. And it's a bunch of numbers. And it's this old lady. It's like she's leaving a voice recording. 
And she's all, the whole thing, I think it's sick. She's talking about Slipknot or something. Oh, nice. And it's really funny that the way they make that, that track on that album. And so I don't know if it's the anniversary of that album, maybe like 25th anniversary. I don't see where the, where they could be going with that because it's 1999, yeah, 2022. So it's kind of a weird number for that. I'm not really sure, but hopefully something's happening. Hopefully at some point they listen to the commercial for um, Hamburger oh, Man and Tortilla yeah. Face. And they, realize that, and they realize that Tortilla Face all along was had his own story and his own lore yes. mm. and his own path in life yes. that had nothing to do with Slipknot. Yep, you know? I bet there's gonna be. A, was I bet it's gonna be a sequel, a dark, but, greasy alley yeah. somewhere, you know. Because mm-hmm. you know, you always have to go back to the origins of the villain, in uh, in like course. a new movie. So of you know, course. yeah. All right, well, look at this horrible, ugly album cover, guys. Uh, From your favorite black, band, Charles. Rose. I like that pose. He's yeah, look at this pose too. Yeah. Isn't that great? Hey guys, woo, we're cool. Yeah. Black Crows saluting 1972, even though this watch was not made, I'm sure, in 1972, with an <laughs> EP uh, via Amazon Music. Glide reporting that the band tracked the tunes back in January 2022. Yeah. They did a bunch of covers. So it's Rolling Stones, Rod Stewart, David Bowie, T-Rex, Temptations. Yeah. Uh, it's just a bunch of covers, but it's worth reporting because it's coming out uh, on a kind of a cool vinyl release. I hate the album cover artwork but if, it is coming out you know what if, if you guys um, are fans check it out I if the lead singer of buck cherry uh is the equivalent of a wet cigarette then the whole band the black crows is the equivalent of a wet hot dog a wet crow just a wet a wet a wet crow not even <laughs> a, a wet, wet crow, crow. That's what crows they should have been called, the wet crows. The wet crows. Instead of the black crows. I know. It would have uh, portrayed it a little bit better. Yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah. I know you guys are big fans. Every oh, time we poke fun fans. of you, you know, huge just fans, realize huge we're fans giving of you the press. Show. We love you guys. Yeah, we're giving you press. Look at these, one of these old things called the CD that is actually being halted right now. Oh. Because Shinedown, uh, they're having trouble with their production of vinyl and CDs, so they're not going to release their new album. Oh. Planet Zero is supposed to be coming out on Earth Day, and it's not going to come out. And he says it's coming out uh, later in July, I think. It says, quote, due to delays in physical production of vinyl and CDs. And they made a video about it, and they were just kind of talking about, like, we had to, this is a really tough decision. They It's called Planet Zero. They, they geared it for that release. But it just goes to show, like, how you know bottlenecked we are with vinyl and cd production oh, yeah. these yeah. major labels aren't even stepping up these guys are on a major label they oh, can't yeah. even get any help yeah. from their label to get this uh stuff out on time yeah it just blows my mind man yeah it's crazy it's crazy uh so well hopefully they can figure it out right okay th- we were talking about led zeppelin jimmy yeah, page yeah 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 he's hinting at some new projects so robert plant uh doing his own thing not involved in jimmy page's stuff but fans have been waiting for a new jimmy page album it's been 25 years, practically, wow. since 1998's Walking into Clarksdale with Robert Plant, right? That was 20, yeah, 24 years ago. Um, so he was asked about it, and he said, quote, I'm archiving, working on various paths and routes of projects, but I'm not going to say what the projects are. There's various things I'm working towards. It's not just one thing, it's multiple things, and I don't want to even give a hint, because if you give one sentence soundbite, and then it doesn't materialize. It's like, why didn't you do a solo album? So I don't want to say that's what I've got planned because I don't want to give people the chance to misinterpret it. Oh, okay. So that's interesting. So yeah. it doesn't really sound like a solo album, but maybe 
a cover album or a collection of oddities, rarities, yeah. outtakes? I don't know. I, I would understand it more if it was spoken in a British accent. He says, I re- okay, all right. No, 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 you don't have to do it. I'm oh, just saying. Oh, all right. I really wanted to. Please do. No, no. please do. Well, I want to hear it now. Uh, time has passed. <laughs> uh, I really Mom can't put, a, put on record what the new record is. I'll leave it to your imagination. The thing is there are so many ways I could present myself within a space of time. <laughs> he laughed there. You should have I laughed guess. Britishly. Well, no. That was a pretty oh, good I told you that time had passed. That, was, that British is gone. Oh. That laugh had a British inflection. I've come across all these various projects I did, and one of these things I did recently is listen to a recording I made Isn't of it? the Marrakesh Folk Festival with the tribes coming in from all over Morocco okay. in 1975. It's fascinating. Tribal stuff passed on from father to son and kept alive because of the folk festivals. Uh, where the people are want to hear the Berbers. I don't know what that means. I certainly do. Oh. It's good for the soul. Yeah. So, so, Berbers. so Berbers maybe he's going to release some, some kind of different, <laughs> some kind of different stuff, not Zeppelin stuff at all. But uh, yeah. So there you Berbers. go. Uh, all right, so there you go. Uh, all right, check it out. Ooh. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so the new the new hawk tattoo. So did you guys hear about this? Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of everywhere. Oh. Yeah, that's a pretty dope hawk tattoo, though. Honestly, I yeah. like it. I like it. I like it a lot. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I like We're... the placement of it too, on top of the foot where it bends. Oh, on the on that's... his foot. Okay, that's like some of the last parts of his body that. Yeah, he's, yeah. And that's kind of that's a pretty punk rock little place to get it where your yeah. foot bends like that. I'm sure that oh, was pretty, yeah. cool. pretty painful. It was painful. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Right on the bone. Uh, and and he had this cool story to share with him. He said, the two musicians have been friends since their early days. And Hawkins was playing with Alanis Morissette at the time. Mm. And he would come to the clubs, though, and watch Travis as he was playing in a punk rock band. Barker said he was always encouraging to him. He said, quote, you come and watch me play in dive bars and be like, kid, you're a star. And I thought you were crazy, but you gave me so much hope and determination. Nice. End quote. So it sounds like they were really, really good friends. And they actually stayed friends uh, throughout the years. So yeah, that's pretty cool. bummer. It meant a lot to him. And I think that's a pretty cool remembrance. Oh, cool, yeah. Cool tattoo. Absolutely. So. Right on. He made an impact on uh, many people's lives. All right. So, hey, we got rock birthdays. Yeah. And we have a new transition. Yeah. A new transition to play on the Streamlabs. So let's do that. Uh, <laughs> rock birthdays. Here I love we go. rock birthdays. Check it out. Rock birthdays of the week, yeah! Rock birthdays oh, of nice. the week, yeah. 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 yeah! yeah, it's time for rock birthdays. Okay, here we go. Oh, I love it. Rock that was birthday. great. Yeah, rock that was great. I, w- I want to play. Um, I want to do like a little guitar riff for like rock birthdays of the week. Okay, we'll we'll record that next time. <laughs> I'll add it to it. We'll I, I will. I will. Oh, here we go. John Kay, lead singer of Steppenwolf, and he right. is. Looking off into the middle distance and asking somebody, could I get a hit of that joint? Do you see that? He's got like his He's got his fingers there. Hey man. He's like, hey, can I get a hit of that right now? That's I'm, a badass guitar. This is that is a beautiful guitar. Rickenbacker. Yep. Semi hollow body. It looks like something Batman would play. Oh my yeah. god. Just, yeah. It does. It does kind of look like a bat wolf Steppenwolf, right? Maybe like George Clooney Batman. Well, Steppenwolf. Wolf, DC bat wolf. DC oh, okay. villain Steppenwolf. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Yep, he is 78 years young, and he's looking. I wonder, is he 78 in that picture? He looks, no, oh, that's okay. that's probably say. from 10, 15 years ago. Oh, that's actually okay. probably not the most recent, but okay, he looks uh, good, really good, good enough. Picture. I mean, yeah. that's that's still in his you know his 50s or 60s. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's move on to uh, more 
Oops, sorry. Ow, oh, ow, ow, my oh, god. Ow, oh, no. All right, here we go. Oh, oh, yes. I have no jokes. Just MJK, Tool, Perfect Circle, and Pucifer. Not up there, but Tool, Perfect Circle, and Pucifer. What's your favorite Maynard James Keenan memory or fun fact? Okay, so in, uh, I love this one, actually. So in 1998, uh, I was 18 years old, and I went to go see Tool um, during one of their last anemia tours, uh, or anima tours, or, or whatever, however you want to pronounce it. Um, and it was just a wonderful experience. And that day, I was building a house. I was a construction worker. I was building a house, and I shot myself through the third finger with a nail with oh a nail gun. Oh my god! Yeah, and the nail went through my finger, and and my finger was hella swollen. And yeah. and I, I got the ticket to go see Tool in um in Fresno, and I was so excited. I just said, you know, f it. My finger's throbbing. It's like three times the size. The tip of it's like three times the size it's supposed to be. And I went down to go see Tool, and um and when we went down there, I was I was completely shocked to see Maynard come out dressed like Winona Ryder and in a, in a full dress and everything and proceeded to put on one of the heaviest like rock shows I have ever seen in my life. I mean, he did Hooker with the Penis and like oh. it, it just was so loud and vibrant and just extreme. And by the way, I've seen Tool like probably like 10 times since then. But that was like a concert that will like stick in my mind because yeah. I no longer felt the pain in my finger. I was and I was very, <laughs> yeah. and I was I was, yeah. I was so mesmerized yeah. with the music I no longer felt the pain in my finger. And I would say probably even seeing Tool in a perfect circle and stuff, I, I think probably the equivalent to that in my adult life would be when when we went to go see Pucifer in Fresno. Oh yeah, and I've seen Pucifer after that, but that Fresno show. I was like, where the wrestling, a, they did the wrestling yeah. and the, they had the whole ring. It was, awesome. I, yeah. I was so into it. I, I was, I forgot where I was for a moment. Like everyone was just kind of like, it was almost like we were all in a cult and we were all just kind of like <laughs> bobbing back and forth. Like it is true. Yeah. Yeah. It, so you kind of get in a trance when you go to those shows. Yep. M MGK just read his autobiography recently. MJK. He's got great stuff going on. Um, I, I've been to, I've been down in Jerome, Arizona next to his little winery spot. Like, yeah, the, I, his wine is great. Even Lalo's taste his wine and he's 14 years old, but even said. he's had, had a, a taste of his wine, but you, it's delicious. A, a difference. MJK. Yeah, I know. I heard that too. Did I say MGK? You said MGK. That's, that's oh, someone else that we MJK. are not putting yeah. on that we pedestal. We hate MJ. M well, two we hate MGK. We, we dislike him. Well, no, no, no. We, we don't we hate him. Dislike we him. don't wish him any ill will. We don't. And I like making fun of him. But yeah, MG, MJK. <laughs> uh, your birthday and you are a wonderful human being. And Dave Perner. The... <laughs> <laughs> You Dave, like this photo? You like that? Dave Perner is on a runaway train, and he's, he's on never a runaway back. train to the liquor store. I don't know. Go going down to get a this, hot pocket. So Dave, Dave Perner, I'm I'm sorry, Dave Perner. <laughs> I am shocked that you made it to 58. I'm serious because if you ever listen to him sing, it's he's like on the verge of tears. Like he looks every like he's time on the he verge sings, of tears right here. he's like, run away train, never coming back. And you're just like, dude, 
Dude, oh relax. my god. You're gonna come back. See, yeah, you're gonna the come back. It's not on a runaway. You know? Yeah, just because you missed your your Monday Wendy's breakfast meal doesn't mean that you're on a runaway Poor train. Poor Dave, dude. He's just trying to get by. Oh. I know. Richie Blackmore. I'm loving um, that. Yep, and, and you we like can, this we outfit? Can, well, we can dance if we want to. We well, can leave our friends behind. Fun fact about this and Wait, why that's I chose them? this photo. Richie Blackmore is a avid goer of medieval renaissance fairs. Nice. That's awesome. And so him and his wife nice. have been going to renaissance fairs since the 1970s. Yeah. And I wanted to include one of their earliest photos. I love that. Of Richie Blackmore from Deep Purple and Rainbow at a renaissance fair in the early 80s. That was, was a, their marriage photo. I love that hat. Yeah. yeah. That's actually, that is true. That could be their marriage photo. Their camera yeah. quality looks His really good. His hand is actually movies. in that thing and it's trapped, much like in um, uh, Dune, where he puts his hand into the oh, thing. Oh, into the oh, gom yeah. jabbar? Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what's happening right now. Fear, and he has to remain <laughs> stoic-faced yeah. and uh, emotionless. Because yeah, he's like, if he shows I pain, will not fear. Yeah, fear he, is he mind cannot killer. show fear or pain. Because his hand will be uh, demolished. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He won't be able to be the chosen one. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. There we go. That's his Bene Gesserit mistress there <laughs> in 1766. Okay, we got some trivia, and we have a new intro. Yes! We have trivia! a new intro for the trivia, Love too. Love trivia. So let's get trivia to the trivia. Intro. All it right. trivia time, so let's get to it, huh? Okay, let's, Julie, you seem to be the only person commenting out of our multiple listeners. Don't, so don't pressure get, them. I'm I'm pre I'm pressuring. All right, I'm play along, her. guys. If you, you want to play along with the trivia, let's do. It. We have a sound bite for this. This has a sound bite in it. Oh, okay. yes. I, oh I don't know if I actually included the sound bite uh, to where we can hear it. Let me see. Oh no, we can't hear it, but it sounds. Cool. Okay, well, this week in rock and roll history trivia. That's there right. Go. Oh wait, 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 wait. Hold on. That's I got your sound bite. No, I gotta, I gotta change it. Hold on. We gotta, we gotta do it. Okay. We gotta hear it to where you can hear it. This week in rock and roll history trivia. <laughs> one more time. One, one more time for good measure. Good measure. This week. In rock and roll history trivia. Love it. I love it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So there you go. That's our intro. Uh, deal with it. I love it. All I, right. I love it. Okay. So here we go. This week in rock and roll history trivia. Yeah. In 1961, an unknown singer songwriter gives his first solo performance at Gertie's Folk City. In New York City's Greenwich Village, hmm. Greenwich Village, excuse me, as the opening act for John Lee Hooker. Hmm. Who was it? Was it A, Neil Diamond, B, Bob Dylan, hmm. C, Rod Stewart, or D, David Crosby's Turtleneck Cocaine Co Folk Co Explosion? God, I love that band. That was a great band. It was so good. It was short-lived, but it was a good band. It was so good. What do you guys think? Oh, man. So it's it's so it's funny that you all right. So if you go up to the question again, yes. Um, Let me go back up there. It's funny that it says uh, 1961 in Greenwich Village as the opening act for John Lee Hooker. So I would think it would be like uh, 
Elvis Presley or the Beatles or the Rolling Stones or even Led Zeppelin who stole music from Charlie Hooker. Uh-oh. Well, those guys are across the pond. <laughs> They're not local New York natives. That's All these true. guys right here are New York <laughs> New York natives. Oh, man. Um, Maybe minus Rod Stewart. I don't know if he's born and bred there. So I would go with D, David Crosby's Turtleneck Cocaine Folk Explosion. I just know that they played... Um, that they actually were formed and they created and they played in 1963. Ah. And I know that because I actually saw them perform. No yep, I saw that perform. You were there in 1963? Yep. It was weird wow. because because um, it, it, this is the only time in David Crosby's entire career where he was completely normal. It was like a very Simon and Garfunkel really? thing. And they had turtlenecks. They just had acoustic guitars. Right. They just played. The only caveat was about 45 minutes into the performance, um, David Crosby just, like, set his guitar down just, like, he just took it off, and he just set it down, and he just, like, let his hair down, and he just, like, snorted a whole tail. <laughs> wow. Bro. It kind of shocked everybody. Just slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. And That's that and that shocking. was it. But that was 1963. Oh, and 19, hey. Yeah. Well, you know. In 1961, I'm going to go ahead and say that it was Bob... Dylan. Bobby Dylan, huh? Bobby okay. Dylan. Right. What do you uh, say? Burrito, Burrito says Bob as well. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, Burrito's joining us. Thank you for right. tuning in. What do, do you think? Burrito. What do you think, I'm going Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart, huh? Rod Stewart. No particular also a good guess. Yeah. All of these artists, I will say, were very prominent, up and coming. They weren't like the way we know them. They were mm-hmm. just up and coming artists at this time, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so we got Rod Stewart. We got a guess of Bob Dylan. No one guessing Neil Diamond. Uh, there we go in the chat. Yep. All right, so let's Come move on. on. Let's on, see. Rod. Let's see. Drum roll, please. Oh. Oh, Bobby Dylan. Bobby uh, Dylan. It was Look Bob Dylan. Fresh. An unknown singer-songwriter at the time, Bob Dylan gave his first solo performance this week in 1961 at Gertie's Folk City in New York City's Greenwich Village as nice. the opening act for John Lee, Ho- John Lee Hooker. Nice. So, pretty awesome, right? All right, so check it out. We got some more trivia for you guys this Ooh. week. How about we do another intro because the intro is just so good. Oh, yeah. We're it was. Play it again. One more intro. Uh, Please one do. more intro one for more trivia intro. time. How about we do it? It's a question. <laughs> it is a question. You don't know. I love That's it. That's why it's trivia. If you, don't, it. you don't know, you don't know what's going on, right? Uh, all right. True. I love burritos, and I were right on the last one, so I think you and I we're gonna okay. We're gonna get this right. one too. We'll see. We'll see. We got the. Uh, all right. This week in 2001, <laughs> guys. Frontman. It's not the funniest or coolest oh. fun fact. But the frontman of this band mm. passed away in 2001. <clears throat> so who was it? What what band was it, rather? Was it A, The Clash, mm. B, The Ramones, C, Alice in Chains, or was it D, David Crosby's Live Fast, Die Young Cocaine Quartet? In which David Crosby wasn't the frontman. He was not the frontman. Yeah. Uh, but he was in that group. Yeah. It was the guy The guy who actually in that in, – so it actually – so. Uh, do you mind if I go really quick, Lalo? Oh, of course. So it, it it wasn't D David Crosby's "Live Fast or Die Young" as much as "Cocaine Quartet." As Are much you as already, I wanted to you're be. already taking out that choice. Uh, no, I know you're debunking as, it as, as much as I wanted to be because I actually know this story. The guy who the, the guy did die from 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 David Crosby's "Live Fast and Die Long" co- "Die Young" 
cocaine quartet. Yeah. Hey, I can talk right now. MGK. Um, that, guy, <laughs> uh, that guy did die, but it was a few years later, and it was the guy who wrote the song Silent Lucidity. Not the guy who sang the song Silent Lucidity from Queensryche. It was the, the guy one who, who wrote, wrote it. the song. Wow. Yeah, so he actually That's died. Wow. Yeah. Um, it wasn't Lane Staley from Alice in Chains because he died in 2006, I think. Um, no, I will say that a lot of these, uh, the people of these three bands, the ones that matter. Yeah. They all died around this time. Did they? Oh, man. They did. I, I, I'm to- I must be totally Joe wrong. Joe Strummer, uh, Joey Ramone, Lane Staley all died around this time. Oh, Maybe gonna... a year or two uh, to kind of mix, mix, mix it up for you and kind of mess with you. What do yes, we? Yes, they're all they're all within the wheelhouse here. Okay, so I love burritos, says Allison Chains, and I think maybe I'm, I'm I may have gotten my dates wrong. I th- I thought thought Lane Staley died in 2006, but I guess I'm gonna go with C. Yeah, I'm gonna go back on that. Allison Chains. That it okay, was well Staley, burritos yeah. kind of reinforcing that. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, Lola? just for some variety here, I'm gonna go the Ramones. The Ramones. Yeah, some variety. 2020, I like, 2024. I like the variety. I was a well, let's see. What do we what do we got here? Is the winner drum roll? It is. Oh, it is. Oh no! Nicely done. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, microphone. I love you. <laughs> Sorry. Two thousand one. Uh, unfortunately, this was a shitty time for uh, Ramones and Ramones family members and Ramones friends, uh, as the Ramones frontman Joey Ramone passed away at age forty nine this week. Look up when Lane Staley died, and if it's two thousand six, I'm gonna. It is beat, not. I'm gonna beat myself in the face. It's it's gotta be two thousand one or two thousand two. Um, oh, so check it out. Oh, but uh, Joey Ramone, R.I.P. This week passed away in 2001. Oh yeah. I wanna be sedated. My mom thought that song Nothing said, "I wanna get some to titty." What? <laughs> when we when I played the song, I wanna get I wanna, get I wanna be sedated in the car when I bought the CD. Oh, 2002. See? Yeah. No fun fact. When I bought the Ramones' greatest hit CD. Um, and I played it in the car, and they played. I played the song "I Want to Be Sedated." Yeah. My mom thought he said, "I want to get some titty." Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Same thing. Did uh, she also say "Kiss" was nights in Satan's service? She might have. <laughs> she might have been smoking a cigarette at that time too. <laughs> nights in Satan's service. All right, check this out. Did you guys hear about this? I mean, uh, I haven't seen these any of these movies, but this was a big deal. Number heard, one did really well. I heard well, this. Yeah. This did even better. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with Jim Carrey did better than the first. And mm. check out this. Look at this. 71 million. Whoa. Compared to like Morbius at 10 million. Whoa. Oh, yeah, I heard that was terrible. I mean, yeah, Morbius I heard didn't really do well yeah. at all. Um, but check this out. Deadline reports that on a three-day basis, the film is Jim Carrey's biggest domestic opening ever. Wow. Beating out Bruce Almighty at 68 million. That's amazing. That's fucking impressive. Yeah. I mean, I was like, are you kidding me? Jim Carrey's biggest movie ever? Biggest oh, yeah. opening movie ever? I, I mean, I heard the first. I haven't seen it, but I heard the first one was really good. I got to watch it now. Yeah. Me too. If, if it's this good, if people are coming back for, for more and they're saying that this is even better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really rare when a sequel, especially for a movie of this caliber, yeah. it could totally be a, a total shit show. Crap, dud, b- bull bull stuff uh, sequel. Yeah. But they're saying it's even better. So yeah. to me, that's like, wow, that's pretty, I don't know, that's pretty 
Yeah, impressive. absolutely. I'm really happy in, with this. Yeah, me too. Like That's cool. That we've gotten to the point to where we can successfully make like video game movies. I know, right? Because it was like a dark age for a while. John right. Leguizamo, yeah. I'm looking it's at you. It's never a good translation to uh, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Mario movies are a, a good example of that. The Mario movie is a good example of this. So much like <laughs> well, the sludge. one that's coming out. Oh, yeah. Right? The, the, yeah. the uh, Chris Pratt or who's going to play? I can't remember. They Chris were, oh, Pratt's going to play Mario. Yeah. That's an animated yeah. series, though, I think. No, no, no. Not. No, no, no. It's, it's, a, not, not a, it's series, a live but, uh, action Mario movie with Chris Pratt as Mario. And Charlie Day? Well, I don't I don't know if it's live Char action. Is, is is it? It? I thought he was Luigi. Is yeah, it? yeah, Charlie yeah. Day is Luigi. It might not be live action. It's not? No, it I might swear be CGI. that's animated. Yeah, I think it's animated. But it's still with them and their likeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not fully it's animated. Their, yeah, it's right. definitely their voice for uh, sure. Oh, that's so weird, though. David Crosby's going to play it. Uh, he, he could be. He's gonna he could be King Koopa. King Cocaine Koopa. It's gonna be King Cocaine Koopa. Well, R.I.P. Oh, this week. Though. No. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. What? He just died yesterday. Gilbert Gottfried passed away at the age of 67 earlier yeah. this week on Tuesday. Oh, oh, Tuesday. April Wednesday. 12th. Uh, uh, his family. We are heartbroken to announce the passing of our beloved oh, Tuesday, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, just a real bummer. Um, yeah. I mean, he was amazing in so many movies. Oh, he my, was huge in my childhood. From, from my childhood, yeah. I mean, the voice of the parrot in Aladdin to, um, I mean, he was in Beverly Hills Cop 2. He was yeah. in Problem Child. He was in so many movies, and he was just an amazing dude. Uh, an iconic voice guy. He was one of the first ones that had that, like, like a, almost like a Pee Wee Herman-esque, like a oh, yeah. on-purpose on annoying voice. He was, like, the iconic, like, archetype of that. You yeah, know? yeah. And that's young. Yeah, it's very I know, young, right? Well, it's the same. It's it's the same age as my dad when he passed. Yeah, it's 67. Oh. Yeah, pretty young, pretty young. I had no um, idea about that. That's terrible. He, uh, yeah. so Gilbert Gottfried, uh, he used to actually do USA's up all night for a minute. He was he he for just a minute because for a while it was it was up all night and then it was Dude, him. that was a cool show yeah he took over and it was like horror movies and yeah. b kind of crazy movies and that was a cool yeah. show dude yep wow no yeah total bummer um yeah. and just man uh just you know you never know when you got the chance to see these guys live or just appreciate their works just do it you know and it's just always one of those things where if you see them you got the opportunity to check them out in their later years really go and go and see the guys you know go and support them because you never know when it could be the last time right oh yeah big he's time a really cool guy too he would he do is, like, yeah. he's a really good guy he was really active on cameo i was gonna say yeah he was yeah doing... you could give him like 500 bucks and he'd do a shout out you know to your birthday he'd be like hey johnny i heard it's your birthday yeah and yeah. i wanted to wish you a happy birthday and he'd do a whole thing and it'd be like all authentic and really cool how yeah. cool is that right It'll, I got Gilbert Gottfried to give you a birthday shout out. Oh it yeah, was probably for even less than that. Too. No, I know, right? Yeah, it's probably like a hundred bucks or something. Uh, think, think he's it, a really cool guy. I didn't, I didn't think about that until you just said that. I mean, this is kind of like on a positive note, but if you're like kind of a an actor that's kind of chilling out right now in the acting scene, and you're doing those kind of birthday shout outs, you could do like a hundred of those in a day, easily in like a matter of make 5, I don't know, bucks. like you charge like an hour for each of them. 
Yeah, no, yeah, that's you, crazy. You can make some good money. Yeah, there was a lot of people who were doing that, and it, it's caught on in the past couple of years. And you got to be a decent celebrity that people want to hear from. Yeah, yeah, right. That's that. You got to be at least a good person. And he was one of those guys that you wouldn't mind ever getting a message from Gilbert. You know, like, oh, that's cool. He's yeah, a cool guy, yeah. right? He's one of those dudes. So R.I.P. Gilbert yeah. Gottfried. It's just a total bummer. Um, and this was a crazy story. So, oh Jesus! Look, look at the photo here. Oh man. Did you hear that about totally this? That totally looks like Kabaropolis. I want to put my fist in that. Bizarre 75 foot wide portal from hell. That's horrible. Opens up in Lake California. I want to or, jump uh, right well, in that. A lake in California. <laughs> you want to jump in that? I want to jump in that and see Charles, where it takes please me. Don't. We it's, it's got to come back next week for uh, the it's, podcast. It's got to take me to a magical land. It I don't has think to. it will. It has I don't to. Think it will. <laughs> it just goes straight to hell. It's, it, I know, right? The magic. I like wake up and I'm like, <laughs> is this the magical land? And I'm like on fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, oh, so they're no. saying that the water. The water in this area can whirlpool into a huge hole that creates a spinning vortex some call, quote, a portal to hell. It's caused when a tunnel, which functions as a drain hole, swallows yeah. around 1,300 cubic meters of water per second once the lake rises above 15 feet. So it's like it's a fail-safe. Once it gets past so... that point, it starts draining. But when it gets to, to that point, it's like a pretty crazy time. It's like that actually is, terrifying. It's metal. Is it? That is hella metal. I know. No, you're that's right. That's oh, brutal, yeah. man. Metal, like heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. that's brutal. I thought you were saying it was actual metal. No, yeah, yeah, that's like the cover of like a metal album right there. That's like a portal, Swedish portal metal Portal to hell? Yeah. Portal from hell. And then you have your name yeah. and your band name up here. Portal from hell. Portal from hell. Portal from hell. It's really cool looking. Portal from hell. But that's like such a terrifying concept because now every time I'm in a lake, I'm going to like worry about that if happening. that portal's like yeah. underneath you. It's just going to like open up. Yeah. You're out there swimming. No, no, it's like a jaw scene. <laughs> and then you Your fall. Your boat's yeah. out there, just fishing. And you fall into well, the magical land. Well, we're at 15 land. feet. Oh, sorry, you're going to get sucked up into the portal into hell. Portal. We'll see you out there on the other side. Yep. I'd be uh, like, yeah, go into the magical land. Okay, they had a survey, guys. This is going to be the last thing of the week here. Oh, where's our commercial? Oh, what? Wh which one? Our corn camp. Oh, corn camp. That's right. Where's we our got, corn camp commercial? Okay, we got corn camp. We are going to do that, and then we'll do this. All right, so we're going to do corn cam commercials, right, Charles? Thank you so much. No worries. That up. You put so much work into it. We worked it. hard on this corn cam commercial. We want you guys to see it. Uh, people are going to be here, and they're going to be raving about this corn cam commercial forever. Yes. Oh, yeah. For until the, uh, you know, cows come home. I, I love corn. I, I, I wish I was young enough to go to corn camp. I know. Well, I mean, I'm 40. There is age restriction. There is age restriction. Oh, no, yeah, right. And you have right. to have a clear criminal record. Yeah, well, Lalo could go. You can oh, go I could corn, definitely go. Corn camp. All right. I would volunteer. All right, yeah. so check it out. Here we go. Corn camp time, guys. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Kids, 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 kids. Do you like corn? Do you like camp? Are you tired of the same boring routine in that dull Midwestern opiate-infested farm town? Punching walls in the arms of your friends and moshing in your stepdad's basement like a freak? Are you a freak? You're a freak! Then head down to our kids' camp in sunny Bakersfield, California, where we've remodeled 40 acres of shitty asphalt, old dollar stores, and tire shops into an Iowan-style corn maze and campground just for you, freak! Forever, 
two weeks of 10 hour a day camp courses brought to you by our favorite new metal group, Corn. 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 Each day is jam packed with individual lessons from these grindy, whiny, screaming giants of rock, including Wednesday to Sunday, four hour nightly sessions on head bandana folding straight from bassist Reginald Fieldy Arvizu, a daily two hour nature walk. Spotting both alive and dead ground squirrels with James Monkey Schaefer on the side of California's infamous Interstate 5. Yeah! An incredible three-hour-long daily lesson with frontman Jonathan Spunky Davis on how to effectively ruin a hard-ass song with the 30-second interlude of whiny voice and out-of-sync instruments. As a special treat, former band member Brian Head Welch personally crawls under the blankets by your feet to wake you at 4 a.m. with fervent prayer whispers, then leads you to a wet spot in a lawn where he anoints you with the soot in the name of evangelical Jesus Christ. Brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. That's pretty disturbing. Bless, 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 bless. Hour of Power by 10-time Academy Award nominee and Moon Children of Bogonathon cult veteran, Tildy Sweeney-Doo. My God! Bedtime loudspeaker reading of Maze for the Gods, unearthing the 9,000-year-old history of corn, and much, much, much more! So tell your parents to get online now, you freak! Wow, corn camp sounds so cool! They better fucking bust out that almost maxed out credit card and visit www.corncampwithallks.com and bust a load of 2K on the best damn three weeks of your life at Corn Camp. Corn Camp. Corn Camp. Not an officially licensed product. Corn Camp not legally tied to ban corn. Special taxes and rates may apply. Not available to residents in the state of Wisconsin or to Fred Durst or any Limp Biscuit affiliates. All rights reserved. Rocknewsweekly.com. Well, yeah. Yeah. I love corn camp. Corn camp. Parents. Parents in our audience. Yep. Send your kids to corn camp. Reservations now. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. What single ingredient spoils an entire food dish for you if it's included? So a Reddit thread this week went viral. Asking what single ingredient spoils an entire food to give you um, uh, an example of what we're talking about here. Like, this is what some people said. They said. Cilantro tastes like soap to me. Mm. Beans, the texture isn't for me. Miracle Whip, celery, cloves, raisins, green bell peppers. They dominate the whole dish. So, what do you? Is there anything off the top of your head that, out of, you know, when you when you have it in there, you're like, oh god, this just ruins the whole dish. I love all these things. But I know, oh, right? I, I I don't. I want. I, I love all of them, but Miracle Whip. I think it's disgusting. I don't what is I've it with Miracle Whip? Miracle Whip? I, it just it tastes weird to me. Yeah, it's got like yeah. different stuff in it, right? Yeah, it's got like a weird kind of like a like it's like a tangy kind of sweet yeah. taste for something that's supposed that to be like, like more vinegar in it or something. Yeah, or? it's it's weird. It I don't know. It's it's very strange. Like I'm not big on spam, and a lot of people like spam, but spam tastes like kind of it's like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, not great. Agree, yeah. yeah, but Miracle Whip and Spam is just something that just those two things. Actually, you know what it is? It's cherry tomatoes. I don't know why. Cherry I tomatoes. Oh, yeah. I love I cherry tomatoes. Those cherry are tomatoes. a dominant flavor, mm. though. They they, yeah. they are a dominant kind of. Uh, the the one that uh, stood out for us when we were talking about it a 
lot of that stuff, like, uh, the, the, what's the stuff with, uh, black licorice? Um, oh, I love black fennel. licorice. Fennel, no, but fennel. Oh, fennel. Fennel yeah. seeds. If you guys put fennel seeds in your foods, it's like, oh my god, it, like, totally overpowers. Yeah. It makes the whole thing taste like black licorice. It's yeah. just, it's crazy, and you're able to use it in small amounts and, and cook the right way with it, but yeah. if you use too much, you're done. It's like it ruins the whole dish, right? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never I heard of a fennel seed. Oh, really? No. no fennel seeds? I remember a one person Good. telling me, you don't want to meet one. they were like, oh, I don't like cheese. And I was what? like, that's a broad, like, like, get the fuck out of my face. You just leave right now. Get out. Turn around. Now. Now I love yeah. cheese. I can kind of get it if they mean like an excess of cheese, because sometimes maybe like it was a sticky gross. cheese, maybe like a Limburger. Well, yeah. yeah, but that again, there's like different cheese. There's so many different yeah. variations of cheese. Yeah, yeah, that was weird to me. It's like I hate humans. But I, I I can say that people get irritated at me when I say I don't like donuts. I'm not a big fan of donuts. Well, that's a sweeping generalization. Yeah. yeah. You, is there any donut that you prefer over other donuts? Like, so, you... for example, yes. Do you like plain donuts compared to jelly donuts? Okay, so check this out. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you said that. I can do jelly donuts and cream-filled donuts. I can't do Homer Simpson donuts. Aha. Uh -huh. I can't do cake donuts. Okay. okay. So I hate those. See? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I just can't I agree. Do it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, but like a jelly-filled donut, you're cool with. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah, it's more like a pastry. I can do pastries. I just can't right. do like donuts. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, like glazed or plain, I love those. But like, I again, I can't do those. Like what yeah. you said, like with like an excess of like frosting yep. and sprinkles, it's just it's too much. For me. It's too no. much. It's not a donut Wayne, anymore. No. It's like a piece of cake. Exactly. Yeah. Make no. a piece of cake. Wayne, no. Calm down with your donuts. All right, all right. Well, that's enough about food. Yeah. <laughs> Rock News Weekly. All right, that's our outro. Rock News Weekly. At, at Rock News Weekly. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're done for the week. Uh, check us out, of course, when we go live at twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Subscribe, give us a like and a follow, all that good stuff. Uh, check out our stuff on demand. We're on YouTube as well. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate our podcast in the Apple and Google stores. However you guys are listening, whatever their rating system is, give us whatever you think is appropriate. We're not asking for a five star, but just anything. It helps the algorithm. It helps us get discovered, and we appreciate the feedback. So thank you, guys. We'll see you next week, all right? Have a good one. Peace. 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 All right. Have a good one, guys. We'll see you next time.